Welcome back to another Youth-Centered Podcast. I am unbelievably excited, the guests we have today. Um, I was telling them off air that this might be the most um, excited podcast that people want to hear. I've been getting, since I announced it a few days ago, people are saying, I got to hear that, I want to hear that. Those two are great, the girls' program is great. Uh, I want to hear what they have to say about girls' sports. So I hope we uh, live up to the expectations that everybody has. So with me today... We have Sophie Zamorowski and Diana Bosco, and they are North Idaho High School students, and they're part of the regional uh, high, girls' high school hockey program, which is going under the radar. They're having their most successful year they've ever had, and we're going to get into a lot of different things. But for our listeners that may not know these two amazing young women, Deanna Bosco, who are you? Hello, I'm Deanna Bosco, senior forward and captain of HPNA Girls Varsity Ice Hockey. Um, I'm a part of the chorus at North Endover High School, as well as an AP art student, and I'm a part of our varsity volleyball team. Awesome. Soph? So, my name is Sophie Zamorowski. I'm a junior at the high school. I play three sports. I play varsity soccer, varsity hockey, and varsity track. Uh, so I'm a forward on the hockey team, and also I'm involved with the youth center. I work here in the summer, and I'm a part of Youth Council, which is a junior-senior group here at the youth center. Yeah, and uh, what you failed to mention is you also work the sixth-grade dance Friday night, and I'm hearing from a lot of people that you also have incredible dance moves, so uh, can you confirm that? I definitely have good dance moves, yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right, ladies, happy you both can be here. Um, I want to hear from both of you on this, so let's start with Sophie. Uh, when did you start playing sports, and you know what sports did you do when you were growing up? So when I was very young, I started soccer, and I was also very involved with gymnastics. It was a very demanding schedule, so I stopped gymnastics in fifth grade, and that's when I decided to pick up lacrosse and hockey. So it was definitely a late start with hockey. I wasn't a very good skater. It was very hard trying to uh, get up to speed with everyone else. And it's been a difficult journey, but I'm glad I kept with it. Awesome. Deanna, what sports did you um, play when you were growing up? Um, I started sports from a young age because we were a very athletic family. I have two older brothers. Um, I used to swim, play soccer. Um, I played softball for a while and caused a big upset when I quit to play volleyball. Um, so then I continued with volleyball and played club until high school where I continued that and I started hockey in fourth grade and um, stuck with it ever since. Awesome. Now you're both uh, members of the regional uh, girls hockey team. So when we say regional, it is actually including three high schools, which I want you guys to talk about that a little bit. But what has it been like playing on the high school team, representing your school but in a different way, also representing three schools. And again, most of our kids, when they're on a sports team, play with the kids that they live in the town with and go to school with. You also need to play with girls that are representing two other schools. So I'm not sure who wants to take that, but uh, what is it like playing on this regional high school team? You know, it's been awesome. It's been intense, but once you're in it, it's hard to not want to be a part of it. Um, we've kind of made our own little family over the years. Uh, we knew the girls at the other schools um, from youth clinics and things like that. And we've just grown a lot closer through the years. And it's it's not really a gap between each of the schools. Um, you just become a family. 
Soph, do you feel the same way? I definitely agree with that. It's very different from a lot of the other sports at the high school. You know, we're traveling every day to Haverhill High School. Uh, we see the girls that we haven't seen at school, and it's just great. We can make such good bonds with people from other schools that otherwise we would have never met. So for people that may not know, it's North Andover High School, it's Haverhill High School, and Pawtucket Regional High School. Am I correct on that? Yes. And your practice site is at the Haverhill rink? Mm-hmm. And, the, and you practice every day with that? Yes. Awesome. So I did talk to you offline that uh, I don't know if there's three schools that have very different color schemes. Um, when I think of Pentucket, I think of green. When I think of Haverhill, I think of that, I don't even know what it is, brown and gold, I guess. And then North Andover's got the black, red, and white. But it seems like uh, you guys agreed on some pretty cool black and white uh uh, uniforms and it has the representative of the, of the three logos which is pretty cool so you guys mentioned that you play other sports um, so the other sports at, at North Andover High School are with the kids that you've either grown up with or go to school with or whatever um, how's that like playing other sports and do you recommend to young girls to play multiple sports like you do as, as opposed to being a specialized athlete I would definitely recommend to pick up more than just one sport. I know today so many people are just playing clubs, sticking to one sport because they want to go to college for that sport. But I think it's fun just playing different sports, meeting new people, having different experiences. I, I would definitely recommend. Yeah, I think you definitely become a better athlete by playing more than one sport. Um, it gives you different skills. You get to connect with different coaches. And I really just recommend to soak everything up while you're young. And then you can focus in um, when you get older. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm troubled by how much everybody is specializing sports into one sport at such a young age. Um, uh, and I see it really big on the boys' side. I think the girls do a really good job of actually playing multiple sports and I know it's tough being a three-sport athlete but even two sports can and as you said Deanna you become a better athlete in a certain sport by playing another sport so so that's great with that so you know when I was growing up which was you know many many years ago um, there weren't a lot of girl sports there weren't a lot of girls role models as you were growing up you know who were the female role models not just athletes but who were the female role models for you guys growing up I in my family I definitely looked up to my sister she was just such a kind-hearted person and she was always willing to try new things, so I liked that about her. But for female sports role models, I obviously was very into gymnastics when I was young, so I looked up to Gabby Douglas because she was just so committed to the sport and determined. But once I started hockey, I looked up to Hillary Knight. I thought she was a very good role model for women's hockey. So you've had a number of females, both in the athletic scheme as well as outside of it, that have been role models for you, that have helped you be who you are right now. Is that fair to say? Definitely, yeah. What about you, Deanna? Same question in terms of some of those female role models, non-athletic and non-sports, but also some of the female role models that do play sports. Um, some prominent female role models I had growing up were my two older cousins, um, Caroline and Jillian Hughes. They played hockey at Andover High School, and that's kind of where I started um, becoming interested in ice hockey. My brothers played, but um, I really grew an interest when I saw girls playing because it was something so cool that that I always saw boys doing. 
But um, so they were really strong and just great people all around. Um, and then when I got older, um, recently we saw the video on Kendall Coyne, which mm-hmm. I loved. She's an awesome athlete, really inspirational, as well as our coach, Christina Brown. I've looked up to her for the past few years. Um, she was on the Boston Blades, and now she's helping coach us, which is awesome. So tell me about Coach. I, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard really good things about her. What makes her a special coach? What makes her a special uh, woman for you to admire? You know, she just knows the game so well. She's been in it recently, and she just has a love for it. She, My favorite thing is when she comes into the locker room and just starts screaming and pumps us up. It's like sometimes she's more into the game than we are, and it's awesome. That's great to hear. All right, so this past week we celebrated National Girls and Women's in Sports Day, um, and there's some great festivities that go along that. I I understand we sent some of our girls from the high school to the actual presentation in Boston. Um, So when we say that day to you, um, what does that mean to you guys as far as having a day that really recognizes the importance of girls and women in sports? So I just think since men are always under the light, it's a chance for girls to get recognized for all the hard work they put into sports and to show that when we play sports, it is just as important as all men's sports. We still love the game and we should get recognized for that. I think I really appreciate it. It shows how far we've come and how equal the sports are now and I really appreciate that it shines the light like Sophie said on what we do and what we accomplish because it is a lot. So we talked off air um, about that in a lot of ways you guys are having the best year that you guys have had and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes and it, it may be something that no one even knows. I talked to you about that the boys' basketball team, which I tend to go to many of their games, they're struggling this year. And I made a comment that where's the fan section? So it used to be a crazy amount of people coming to our basketball games, and there was literally nobody at the games. And uh, I got some great responses from Twitter um, from some guys that basically said they were going to the hockey games instead. And then a couple of moms responded, and it really kind of hit me. They said, well, welcome to the world of what it's like at every female sporting event at North Andover High School. And I got to thinking, and I'm like, hey, I'm guilty of that myself. I've been to a couple of girls' basketball games. Um, but what, is it, what does it take for you guys? Like, How do you feel about the fact that you know, you're playing not in front of tons of crowd. You're, you know, you, our boys hockey team, I guess, is getting a ton of fans, according to my Twitter response. Um, and in terms of you, what does that kind of make you feel? Are you, are you upset about it? Are you angry about it? Is it is what it is? How do you guys feel? You know, when I go to a boys hockey game, I love them. It's awesome. But I get kind of jealous when I see the fan section because we are just as good as them i think and we have a great record and i'd really like our school and my classmates to come appreciate us and just cheer us on because it encourages us when we have a fan section behind us so dina why do you why do you think kids don't what, what's the reason is it just that they don't value girls sports enough or is it not publicized enough is there an answer to this? You know, I think it's just been a thing where everyone goes to the guys' games, um, and maybe they don't think HPNA is as good. I think we've been getting better over the years, and I think this year we really deserve it, a little bit of support. What's your take on that, Self? I honestly think 
people just believe that boys hockey is more exciting. They like that they can check, they cheer, hit the boards whenever someone on the boys hockey team like hits another player. And obviously there's no checking in girls, but I think our games are very exciting. They're very back and forth. And I really think people would enjoy them if they came. Yeah, I mean, I I actually been watching. I'm a big basketball guy, as I said, but I I watch a lot of the uh, the women's Olympic uh, girls basketball, women's basketball, and I mean they're amazing. And I I think Diana Taurasi is one of the greatest athletes ever, and blah blah blah. And I think that people kind of got to branch out and check it out because the brand of hockey you're playing is pretty good. Obviously, rules are a little bit different. I think you said no checking in girls hockey. Um, but you know, you're having a good year. Let's talk about that. Like what's, tell us about what's the record. How's the team doing? Because obviously people aren't showing, we got to make sure they know what's going on. Um, so our record right now is 15, 0 and two, 15 wins, zero losses, two ties. Wow. Um, yeah, but that, that's just a number to us. Um, we're trying to reach our goals right now. We're staying disciplined, staying determined. Um, that record really comes from our practice time. We're putting in all the extra work outside of practice. We have girls going before practice and staying after. And it's just been a lot of hard work that we're trying to continue into playoffs and through the rest of our season. So. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is we don't let that get to our heads. We go into every game period by period. We put our wins behind us. We just go in with an open mind, knowing that we have to bring it in order to win. Like, nothing's handed to us. And let's be clear, the 15 wins represents the most wins you guys have ever gotten, right? Yes. So that is that is absolutely pretty cool. You, you've talked a little bit about playing with the girls from the other schools. Tell me... Tell me a couple of the, the good things about playing with some kids that you may not know as well. You've gotten to know, obviously, playing hockey. Um, but obviously, it, it expands your friendship groups. You've got, I mean, how many girls are on the team, by the way? About 25-ish. And how yeah, many yeah. are from North Andover? Um, a lot of them. It's kind of majority. Probably majority of the kids at NA. But then you do have the Pentagon. So tell me what it's like playing with some kids that maybe you didn't grow up playing hockey with or other sports. What's it like? I love it. I think we just make connections with them so quickly, and it gives us friendships that can last so long. Even during the off season, we see them and we hang out. And I think the coolest part is other sports. We see them during other sports seasons. We can say hi. Like, for example, someone I met from Haverhill, I play her in soccer, and it's just so fun, like, playing against them, some different competition. So you've you've really gained even more friendships than you have, which is playing with Mm -hmm. kids from your own town. Do you you agree with that, too? Yeah. You know, it's really special having a bond with someone from another school. As Soph said, you see them in other sports, and... One of our favorite places to go is Perfectos in North Andover, and since the Haverhill girls are right off that highway, we get to see them there sometimes, which is awesome. Good for you. All right, so I think I know the answer to this, but I want to hear from both of you. Uh, In general, how important is sports to you individually uh, in your growth as as an individual? Um, For me, I... I always say I live a very balanced life and I need everything in my life that I have. So I have athletics, um, my sports, which kind of just expands my mind, the strategy, the rules, the game, everything. Um, And then I have the arts, which is music and art, fine art. And 
I get to just creatively express myself, which is just, I, I need all of it. And sports is a really good outlet for aggression or anything and um, allows me to have that team bond with all my girls. But you, you like a balanced life and you're doing, it sounds like you're doing a lot of great things too. Yeah. So, so it's great. So how important is sports to you? Like Deanna said, uh, when you're mad sometimes during the day, you have a bad day, you can just take it out when you get to practice or when you get to the game. It's just a good way of relieving those emotions, being with your best friends on the team. And another thing is, yeah, you could always go to the gym, work out, but you don't get to be with those best friends or your family. You're having fun honestly and that's really shaped my childhood and how I've grown up just getting all of these different experiences awesome now so if you worked for me last year and you're part of some things here and uh you know Deanna is applied to work for us this summer too and hoping she can join our team uh so you guys so if you in particular know that I'm I'm big in terms of self-awareness and taking a look at things and I don't think things are perfect right I don't think that if we're going to continue to grow and continue to get better, we got to look in the mirror and we got to fix things. So I'm going to ask you some questions that I don't think you're going to offend anybody, but I want your honesty from this whole thing. Is how, how do either one of you or both of you chime in? Is How does the town of North Andover do in promoting girls' sports in general? What's your take on that? I think it could definitely be better. I mean, you see the fan section account for the North Andover High School. You see come to boys hockey, come to boys basketball. There's never once been come out to support girls hockey. It's just, I mean, it's implanted in our minds that people just don't really care about girls hockey, but I think we could definitely do better with that because it kind of is upsetting. Yeah, definitely. I think the youth boys sports are kind of a lot more intense unless you're in club um, girls sports. There's baseball, football, youth programs, but for example, volleyball, we only have an intense program if it's through the high school. Our booster club isn't as intense as club and as well as hockey. um, There is not a big separation um, where you see a lot of girls opportunities to play aggressively and in the game okay so it sounds like we could do a better job as a community on this any ideas how we do a better job is there is there some strategies you can tell me I mean I know just listening to you too I need to get to one of your games I need to support you because it, it sounds like you guys are not only just have an incredible year but just talking to two special young women here, I'd love to go and support them. So what do we what do we got to do? How do we get more people there? But not even just at the game, but how do we get that the, you know, that we need to promote girls sports a little bit more? Any ideas? You know, I think it's just awareness. Um, if we can promote the high school sports, then it inspires the younger kids, uh, which is awesome. And we need funding for girls sports. Yeah. So? Yeah, I think just promoting when we have games and stuff just bringing some people out to come watch us would really make us feel special awesome and i do know you know being in social media as much as we are and on twitter i do see your principal chet jackson your assistant principals your athletic director do a pretty good job of trying to get the word out uh, to, to get you guys there and um you know obviously we've got a time to look in the mirror and say okay how do we kind of do that more i 
I don't think you're going to have the numbers of a Friday night football game. I don't think anybody's going to have the numbers of a Friday night football game because that's more of an event than anything else. But I think we can all do a better job. Um, so a couple of weeks ago uh, in the basketball world, we lost um, an incredible individual in Kobe Bryant. Um, and I obviously model a lot of um, Kobe's Mamba mentality stuff and some of the stuff I do both here at the Youth Center and also in my BST training program. And I actually was able to follow his daughter, Gigi, who unfortunately passed in the helicopter accident also. I followed her career, and I think she was going to be a, a talented young basketball player who had a dream to play for the UConn women's team. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. And Kobe was really a father that supported his daughters, and his other daughter was a great volleyball player. And it was really great. So with that, when I think about Kobe and I think of Gigi, my question to you guys is how important has your family and parents been in your development as an athlete? So for me, my parents have been very supportive. When I wanted to play hockey in fifth grade, my mom was psyched. She played with her brothers when she was younger. She had four brothers that played hockey. So she loves the game. She loves hockey. And she just wanted to do anything that would help me get better and improve. And that was really motivation for me. And also, my parents support whatever decision I want to make regarding to sports. Last year, I decided to stop playing lacrosse and try track. And they thought that I was good at lacrosse, but they supported me with what I wanted to do and whatever would make me ha the most happy. Awesome. Dee? Um, so I am an athlete because of my family. My parents are incredibly supportive, as well as my older brothers. Um, they always always encourage me to be better. Um, I think I'm a leader right now because of my older oldest brother, Chris. Um, he's been an amazing leader in the baseball world. And then my next brother, Maddie, he's my own personal hockey coach. Uh, we watch film together, mm. do face-offs in the garage, and he comes and helps us at HPNA practices. Um, so they've been awesome. And my younger sister, she's been really supportive. So and especially a shout out to my dad for all of the work he does on Twitter, and he's our film guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a little under pressure from your father because he he already tagged everybody in the world into this upcoming podcast. So I hope we meet his expectations and, and the rest of the world. But I can tell um, on Twitter that your mother and father are extremely proud of you and big promoters of what's going on here. So let me ask you about Title IX. Obviously, legislation that went in. Um, I don't know how many years ago it's been now, but to basically take a look of, you know, fair and equity of amount of sports and actually how much, how much do you know about Title IX and what does it mean to you? When I hear Title IX, I just think of equal opportunity for boys and girls, same number of sport offerings for boys and girls. That's about all I know. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's basically what brought female sports to what we are today, which I'm incredibly appreciative of. Yeah, and as much as we need to do more work, it is amazing how far Title IX has come to, to have fair and equitable sports and opportunities uh, for, for you girls. All right, so now here's the next big couple of questions here. Um, whether you look at it or not, your role models. Um, you're doing some incredible stuff. Um, Soph, I know you personally from your work here. Deanna, just in the last hour, you seem like an amazing young woman. Um, you have a lot of young kids that 
that you don't even know that are really looking up to you. And so if you know we talk about this a lot in the summer, that you become role models and mentor to kids. What do you say to the young girls age 5 to 10 that are coming up about playing sports and, and trying to, you know, fight the uh, the stigma, so to speak, that, you know, boys sports and girls don't, that type of thing. What do you say to those young girls that want to be the next Sophie and Dees? So I have a few points. First, whatever sport you're interested in playing, just play, start. You never know what's going to become of it. You could love it. Um, so if you're interested in a sport, just try it out. Another thing, play for fun. Don't, like, just play because you love the sport. Don't get worked up about it. Um, whenever you're playing, just remember the reason you started. Another one, don't be afraid to play with the boys because when I see young hockey players, youth sports teams, those two girls on the Mites team, usually they're the ones out skating the boys, mm. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and last, the harder you work, the better you'll become, and there's no limitations to how good you can get. So keep working hard. Awesome advice. What about you, Deanna? Uh, yeah, like Soph said, we see the girls and the boys out at Learn to Skate, and it's awesome. They're all working hard to get better, get better skaters. Um, and I would just say that you are just as strong as a boy to all those little girls, and you can do anything you want to. Um, but also, you can. You don't have to be one type of athlete or one type of person. You can be anything you want to be, and don't let your parents or anyone pressure you into something that you don't want to do. Some incredible advice there. Uh, I've got a few more questions for you, and then we're going to give you guys the ultimate final word to our listeners. So um, I want to know the future for you guys. So obviously you're going to wrap up your careers at the high school. What is the what is the future hold for you? I'm assuming college is in your future. And with that, I also want to know how much will sports continue to be a part of your life as you become young adults? Yeah, so next year, I'm not sure where I'm going yet. I'm still hearing back from schools, but I will be an art major, um, and I will probably do something in art therapy or special education, um, as well as continuing club sports. I can't see my life without sports, so I'm going to try and work it in. <laughs> so even as you're an adult in your 20s and 30s, you'd like to still head out on Wednesday nights and skate with the women and, and, and continue to play sports, correct? Of course. Good for you. What about Sophie? What's the future hold for you? So honestly, sometimes I wish I decided earlier that I wanted to play in college and get into more club sports. But honestly, now I think I'll be better off if I just go into college with focusing on the schoolwork and then maybe play club sports. But I definitely want to go to a school that is sports centered because I just love watching all types of sports. Awesome. All right, so if you could look back, and we do this, we ask this question to a few people. I know we just did it to Aiden Heim um, with his podcast. Is Now that you're winding down your high school careers or almost winding down your high school careers, and you have to think back to that seven- or eight-year-old Sophie or that seven- or eight-year-old Deanna, what would the 17- or 18-year-old Sophie and Deanna say to that young seven- and eight-year-old now? Um, you know, I would just tell myself that one day you're going to be exactly where you want to be. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, keep being a good person, and it's going to get you there. Um, and just keep achieving your goals because that's the only thing that matters. So? Yeah, I would say just keep working hard, but if you're not having fun, if it, something's making you miserable, then it's not worth it. It's not worth it to cry over things that you can change. 
some pretty good advice to uh, your 78-year-old selves from 10 years ago. So we're going to wrap up the uh, podcast, and we always wrap up the podcast by allowing our guests to have uh, the final say, and uh, want each one of you to do that. Uh, it's to our listeners, and our listeners for this podcast will be obviously your families will be listening to this hopefully multiple times, uh, but also professionals at the school department, people involved with the hockey program. Um, there are going to be parents that are going to want their young girls to listen to this podcast. Uh, your friends who think you two are awesome. They already told me they're dying for this to come out. So what is your final word you want to say to our listeners about our topic of girls in sports? Um, the biggest thing I want to say is uh, don't be satisfied with being comfortable. If you haven't been to a girls hockey game, go out and come to one. Come support us. If you haven't tried a new sport you want to try, go try it because there's nothing stopping you. Keep working hard. So what's your final word? For young girls playing sports, I think just try your hardest, keep working, don't listen to anyone that's trying to bring you down because you are worth it. It's pretty awesome. Well, I, I do need to say that I need to get to a game, but we all need to get to a game. And uh, I don't know if you guys heard this. We'll reiterate again. They are 15-0-2, having their best year ever. And uh, I think this team from these three communities uh, deserves people's support. Um, so let's get out there and support these guys on their quest for a state championship, correct? That's yes. the ultimate goal on this. And uh, again, girls, I want to thank you guys for coming in and uh, sharing your thoughts. Um, this is a big issue for, for us here. Um, as the girls who work for you know, we, we use the comment a lot that anything that boys can do, girls can do better. And uh, we believe that in a lot of ways. So continue to be the role models that you guys are being. You're two phenomenal role models. And I think that um, young girls could look up to you guys and say, I, they did it, I can do it, and maybe I can even do it even in a bigger way. So, again, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So this wraps up another one of our podcasts. It'll be on all of our podcast uh, platforms as well as our Youth Center YouTube channel on Monday. I uh, hope you all give it a listen. Um, again, we have uh, a podcast every week. Uh, we have the second in a five-part series on addiction with Anthony Sideri. Uh, that'll be coming up in two weeks. And again, if you have other topics or people that you would like us to bring on as guests, um, please do that and get in touch with me. Email me at the Youth Center, and uh, we'll make it happen. So uh, once again, thanks to my two great guests. And as we finish every podcast, we always say too much passion is never enough passion.